Hi, my people. This is JT, obviously, and you're listening to Figuring Out Wokeness. Unless you're living under a rock, you and I both know that Joe Biden has picked Kamala Harris as his vice presidential pick. And you would think, me being an African-American, and the fact that she's from my alma mater, that I would be over the moon excited. I am not. Um, I wanted to make this episode very clear because for those of you who don't understand about where she's coming from, I wanted to give you a little bit of insight. As a Howard University alumni, again, in which we both are, one of the things that I got from Howard University was a true sense of who I was as a Black person, not only globally, but especially as an African-American. I was taught the history, not just the history that is in every textbook, you know, up until college, but a specialized history of what issues are we facing as an African-American community right now and what needs to be done in the future to change, you know, our projection. I was educated on the issues of criminal justice, and I was not a criminal justice major. I was psych in education. And so knowing that she has that same education, yes, she's a little bit older than me, but Howard hasn't changed that much. The philosophy stays the same. It's hard for me to not see her being a career politician that will nod to anything as long as it gets her ahead um, you know to wherever she wants to go and I think that's going to be the same case for her given that she is the vice presidential pick for a candidate who has already said that he's probably not running for another term and may God forbid pass away in office because of his age With that being said, I want you to know that because she is a Howard graduate, I was very, very intrigued by her candidacy when she first announced. I watched, like all the others, the CNN town hall where she was questioned about her prosecutor's record and yet made excuses. The most one, or the biggest one, among the excuses she made was that Although she was the attorney general for the state of California, one of the largest criminal justice systems in the country, she felt like no one was ready to do criminal justice reform. That excuse doesn't fly with me because she was attorney general at one point. And she had no problem prosecuting mothers for truancy or marijuana users. But yet when it came to big scale corruption, she turned a blind eye. It also shows me that I don't know what she was learning at Howard. I know I learned that truancy usually has, um, truancy is not a willingness problem. It's usually an access to services problem. I've taught in schools where parents worked three, two, three jobs to make ends meet. And those jobs were demanding, physically demanding. And yes, they had problems getting their kids up. 
And yes, we ask social services to help them. What do you need? Do you need childcare? Do you something? But we weren't advocating as teachers for locking those parents up. That would have been a step too far, even for my most conservative colleague. But Kamala Harris thought that was a good idea and knew it was controversial. For those of you who are, are this is like news to you because the mass stream media or mainstream media doesn't talk about it. Just YouTube Kamala Harris education versus prison. You'll find a very educational piece where she's explaining to you that the protesters, the same ones that are protesting in the street right now, well, they just don't understand that we can't do more education versus prisons, that that sounds great, but that's not realistic. There is no mention of what I learned at Howard that, oh, wait a minute, the reason why you need prisons is because of all the social systems that we've defunded. Prison in many communities is the only place you can get mental health care. Prisons in the community are the only access to rehabilitation as far as substance abuse. But yet she's saying, no, 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 no more education, no more investment in the community. We have to keep locking them up. I know many people who are even leaning liberal know that she is not for marijuana reform, even though she knows it 100% puts a bullseye target on the African-American community, despite the fact that we do not use any more than any other racial group. I know this. I know it. I know it from Howard. I know it. And again, not a poli-sci major. So what we have right now, and I've gotten a lot of pushback off of Twitter, is we have diversity without representation. To me, as an African-American, yes, I have no problem saying, it's tokenism. He picks somebody who ideologically will not get out of line. And because they will not get out of line, they will not push for anything that would fundamentally change the plight of African-Americans the poor, people of color, or even women, if it does not go along with Joe Biden's very, very Republican light uh, agenda. Now, I've gotten, again, pushback on Twitter by white liberals who, for some reason, cannot understand how I am not thrilled that, you know, there's a black woman going into the VP spot. For little girls... Like my my daughter, I have a hard time saying look up to her because I know the education she has. I know what she should know in her brain. And I know how she has turned her back to do whatever she needs to to get further ahead. Again, it will probably happen, you know, during this first term for sure. And if we have any sense from a Barack Obama, it probably won't change even in her second term if she gets there. If she gets there, who knows if Joe Biden and her can even pull this mess off. It's, again, diversity without representation. Diversity without representation when you just shove a black person in a role and know it doesn't have to always do with being qualified is tokenism. There's protesting in the street, people are upset about George Floyd, and just put a black in. 
no, you need to put, I, quite frankly, I, I could have put, I would have rather you put a white in without the neoliberal slant. I would have rather you put a person of color who was not African-American, who is talking about a living wage, talking about criminal justice reform, talking about um, diverting funds from policing to investment in community. I would have taken someone who was green, purple, pink, or blue over someone black who actually represents what my community needs. So again, for those liberal whites who are attacking me on Twitter, go ahead. This is my response. But let me know. Let me know, my people. Am I complete? Am I missing something? Have I, am I obtuse to, you know, some policy agenda that she has proposed? Am I, you know, am I off? JT, obviously, on Twitter. And until then, be safe, be good, be well.